Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming, and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Programme. The Programme audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. This week I am still your host and GM, Bryn Monroe, as we follow Bertie on his solo adventures without the rest of our usual characters. But I am joined, of course, by... Ben Meredith. James Ross. Alex Newell. And sadly, still a very distinct lack of Lydia Nicholas. She's having a lovely holiday. I don't think she deserves any sympathy. But she's been eating spiders. Well, you doesn't know, mean we can't her. miss her. Oh, fine, okay. And by choice. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that, that was me explaining why it was such a good time. Oh, okay. <laughs> and we are playing... Uh, Telvar Storznason. Sir Bertrand McGuffigan. And, properly introduced for the first time... Unnamed player character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going to resume exactly where we left off last week. Okay. We were in the middle of a bar brawl. And Alex and his travelling companion, who wear beautiful matching sun emblems, large golden sun emblems on their chest, had intervened in a brawl between Bertie and a rather large, unpleasant German man. And both Bertie and the German have been paralysed, and Chelvar has taken the sword straight out of the large German's hand. Chelvar and unnamed player character, <laughs> you're standing next to each other. The cleric has wandered over to join you and he says, can we take away his sword as well, please? Um, I have thrown the barbarian sword to the ground and am desperately trying to save. I was handling that, right? That was completely out of order. I had that situation handled and you know I did. You need to stop doing that. They're about to start moving in. I suggest we move them away from each other. Bar- barman, the barman has now emerged from behind the bar and it has a large club with a nail through it in one hand. <laughs> and he picks up the rigid body of the large German man and manhandles it out of the door. Grumbling, I start to do the same with Bertie. Just, oh, for God's sake, and can, can you lift me? I am happy to do the strength check. Like you probably should. I'm quite heavy. Yeah, <laughs> I think you need to. It's a huge roll. 17. 17. <laughs> then that's a total of 20. about, but it's not easy. I'm going to pass so. that off as if it's no effort at all, despite <laughs> the growing puce coloration of my face. And the slight scraping as you drag him. <laughs> um, as, uh, so from the floor where I'm trying to save my notes, leave him here, I've still got business with him. You can have business <laughs> with him. <laughs> where are you outside. putting him? Where he isn't inside. The, bar- the barman walks back in and bars the door. So I'm still inside with... Yeah. He goes, just leave him and take away the weapons. Right, fine, fine. I just sort of 
manhandling Bertie, eventually just lie him down on the ground and start like pulling out a rapier and taking away eventually. Do you want need a strength check to remove his bastard sword? No, no, you can lift that without Basically, eventually I'm just holding both of them, not really knowing what to just do. Just put them down near me. But Bertie, you're aware of all of this. Because although being paralysed, you are not uh, insensible. I just go over to the bar and just place them on the bar and sort of tap them like I know what I'm doing. You can feel feeling returning to your limbs. I then place my morning star back on my hip. Job done. Yes, well done, evil smote. Well done, you. Yes, what it you was. The, what are you the paladin of? Being irritating. Give me a knowledge nobility check, James. Mm-hmm, nobility. Uh, oh, four plus seven is eleven. Not great. There's something very familiar about Alex's character. Uh, now that you know, as he was carrying you, you certainly. King. <laughs> <laughs> Something struck you as terribly familiar about him, but you're not entirely sure what. You've also got knowledge and ability, correct? Oh, Chalmo? I do, yeah. Uh, now that you've had a conversation with him, you can give me the same check. As a bard, I've got knowledge everything. Oh, I love it. Actually, nobility is one I don't. Uh, 13. As he was uh, getting involved in the fight, there was a essentially a necklace around his neck that slipped out of his breastplate and... You recognise it, but you're not sure f- from where or exactly why. Fine. Um, I will continue trying to save my life's yes. work. <laughs> uh, I'll then go over and go, right, fine, right, right, and just start really ineffectually Don't just grabbing touch stuff. touch them. Leave them alone and go sit in a corner. Now, no need to be proud. I can fix Stop it. Stop it. All right. All right. And then just sit really, really close. Uh, Bertie, you are in complete control of your body again. Bertie quietly stands up, as quietly as he is able to do so, wearing full plate armour, walks over to the bar where his weapons are. It is not quiet in any way, shape or form. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he continues to walk to the bar and picks up his weapons. He puts the rapier away and... The barman makes eye contact with you and goes, "Mm, I don't want any more trouble. And he hands you a mug of beer, but he doesn't let go of it. <laughs> he, he pushes a mug of beer towards you, but he doesn't let go of it. This could be you. <laughs> Thank you, my good man. But he takes the flagon and uh, drinks it. Oh, and then puts it back down and gives it back. <laughs> he rumbles. He's eyeing you suspiciously. He, doesn't, he literally doesn't take his eyes off you yep. from this point forward. Wise. Honestly, Friedrich, I had it. I don't know why you keep doing that. It was perfectly handled. You should have seen it. Straight to the head. Bang. Done. I felt that my methods would be a, perhaps a touch more effective than yours. I was trying to calm the situation down. I can't help but feel you were aggravating it. If I'd have kept aggravating, it would have gotten calm eventually. Now, gentlemen, you, points at the Brin's character, are a source of irritation. You, points at Alex's character, are also a source of irritation. You, points at Ben's character, are potentially a source of great glory for me and my house. So I'm going to continue talking to you. So, we are going to be going off on a quest to find... Ooh. Ooh. Doing what? You are a source of irritation. Why does everyone keep saying that? Because you're quite irritating. Mm. Oh. Right. He's very, very good looking. He is. Yes. 
<laughs> in fact, in fact, I mean, he, he's probably the most so. He's probably the most good-looking person you've encountered yet in uh, the campaign. Bertie's genuinely torn because he's really, really, really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> really annoying. Time to find out, like numerically, how shallow Bertie yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. I'm just. I'm going to do uh, privately. I'm going to do a, a will save with myself to decide. <laughs> How he reacts. Uh, well, or poorly, what, whichever what, what works out best. How pretty is Alex in terms of difficulty? Just roll and I'll... Five. <laughs> no, you fail your will save. Resist anything except temptation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you want to that's, use that quote. That's where, Wild got, that's where Wild got the quote from. It's, it's Bertie, isn't it? <laughs> oh. The secret's out. <laughs> so, okay, so the second time that Bertie uh, points at Alex's character, you are a source of irritation. Lovely eyes. Oh, stop it. Eyes a man could drown in if he were foolish enough to think he could swim in eyes. You, <laughs> cheekbones a man could juice a lemon on. Little shell-like ears if one wanted to stick one's tongue in a shell for some reason. <laughs> um, yeah. Skin like honey in the sense that I would put it all in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just lean, lean across to Telvar. What's going on? I think he's flirting with you for some reason. Oh, right. I am Sir Bertrand McGuffigan, and you, you young man, are welcome. I'm going to do a knowledge novellas chat to remember who the heck he is. 18. 18. <laughs> you do. Oh! Oh, what are the chances? Really? Genuinely? Yes, I am the Sir Bertrand McGuffigan. You are correct to be impressed. Now, myself and uh, Mr. Storz Nason. Storz Nason. Myself and Mr. Storz Nason um, are going off on a, a, an, an epic quest. Hmm? Friedrich! Be... Friedrich is an epic quest. There will be scenes of peril oh, and adversity. I imagine that there will be a lot of occasions when we're out on a blasted, exposed hillside and forced to cuddle together for warmth. <laughs> Against evil. <laughs> Against, yes, yes, cold is yes. naughty. Edward, we are on a sacred pilgrimage. You do not have time to go gallivanting off with your it's new friend. It's not gallivanting, friend. it's an epic what, what was it? Quest. Quest. It's an epic quest, Friedrich. <sighs> I'm sorry. We appear to have got off on the wrong foot. Wouldn't mind introducing yourselves. We can have a drink and maybe sort this out. I'm Edward. This here's Friedrich. Say hello, Friedrich. Good evening. And you are obviously some Edward. sort of club. I am a priest of Apollo. I am supposed to be taking... Hello. Edward on a pilgrimage to see the damage that evil can wrought. We're going to Italy. Over the Alps to Italy. Really? What a wonderful coincidence. So are we. Probably. Well, we're heading into the Alps. Um, They assume the tomb is somewhere in the Alps, sort of. uh, What's uh, that? uh, They're looking for a tomb. Hey, Frederick. A tomb. tomb. A pilgrimage of a sort to a tomb. There we go. Plans all coming together. Excellent. Jobs are good. Well, if you want to see what evil can uh, rot. Ring. Ring. Yes, what can evil ring? Do. Do. Yes. Well, if you can see the results of evil, we're looking to find Hannibal's tomb. <laughs> it's a myth. It's not. It's a legend. 
And as everyone knows, legends have a kernel of truth within them. This here, indicating the soggy So he was a general. Yes, well done. You obviously studied your history. Well, you just said. It's a kernel, isn't he? <sighs> Even Bertie looked like... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What is... Uh... Well, he's thinking, good job you're priest. <laughs> <laughs> What is young Edward's uh, position in the Church of Apollo? He... Standing up very, very straight before Fridu can speak. I am a paladin. Are you now? Yes. Yes. Where yeah. there's evil, I will strike. His Where son. there is wrongdoing, I will strike. Where there are severe head injuries, you will suffer. <laughs> His family felt it would be best if he were to contribute positively to the world and the church found a role for him. We don't right. want to speak about my family, Friedrich. Uh, interesting amulet you have. May mm. I see it? Uh, yeah. Just take it off and pass it over with that. Uh, Bertie, you see it this time. Mm -hmm. Give me another knowledge and ability check. <laughs> <laughs> 9 plus 7 is 16. You recognise the crest. Mm -hmm. It is the crest of the House of York. And suddenly you realise why uh, this young man in front of you is familiar. He's one of the younger sons of the current Duke of York. Goodness. Uh, the Duke of York, you say? Mm. Oh, well, very nice to meet you. Uh, is there an honorific that I need to I, use? I'd snap it back. No, and I think you kindly not to mention that name again. Sorry, I didn't get, actually get around to telling you what you discover by studying the necklace. I merely right. told Bertie what he oh, noticed. He mumbled Duke of York, didn't he? Yes, but you oh, there's are studying it further. Ah. So you realise that this uh, necklace is not, in fact, the crest of the Duke of York. It is the original version that the family crest was based on, because this was the coat of arms that belonged to Richard Plantagenet, when he was made Duke of York. And he is one of the people who you have extensive notes from in your big pile, now slightly beery, because he was... <laughs> cidery. Because what? Cidery. 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 <laughs> because he also spent some years in the south of France looking for the tomb of Hannibal. While they still have the amulet, a praise check. Is this the original? Is this an original? Uh, yeah, is make the check. No. Right, so an appraise check, that is 24. Yes. It is the original. Oh, goodness. I just reach over and start there's, taking it back. Oh, very what? cursorily, yeah. just like... Oh, uh, 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 oh. Um, <clears throat> put it on. As he's snatching it that back... That belongs in a museum. You see there's some markings on the back of the amulet as well. Wait, wait, wait. Probably with the words, Ed was here or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just over some really important words. Just screw it out. Hey! Side down. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Sorry, can I see that again? Well, for goodness sake, pass uh, it back. Reverentially, like, turn it over. Carefully. Indeed, one of the scratchings does say Ed was here. But there are other Rolls scratchings in, <laughs> in the back of it. Some of them are in ancient Greek. And um, one of them spells Hannibal. And there that, is. That, I, I don't read ancient Greek. I but I will obviously recognise Hannibal. You will recognise Hannibal. Series of symbols. Yeah. There is also a stylized symbol that you recognise from your notes on the back of this amulet. Oh, uh, I need my translation book. Uh, uh, mm. uh, hold that for me. Yes, but he holds it and he sees because he can read ancient Greek. Oh, wait, you can. Can you read that? Yes! Oh, oh. they well versed in ancient Yeah, Ed. Yeah, it was. Yes, please uh, come here, point it more closely. I didn't <laughs> quite get it that time. Completely oblivious and leaning in very, very close. Yeah, I was quite young and I'm just going to go off on saying how I wrote Ed was here on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Sebastian just breathes in very deeply from his neck. 
I smell of roses or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're Pure <laughs> white roses. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, read it. What's it say? Essentially, it just says "Tomb of Hannibal." That's all it says, and then it's got this weird symbol. It's not that symbol is not a Greek letter. Defecate the fiddlestick in bed. <laughs> is that what it says? <laughs> not as really? such. Ah. Uh, what does it say? I, I repeat. Uh, uh, really, really. Um, that symbol. That symbol. Uh, it's in my notes. It's in my notes. It's in your notes. You search for your notes. Yes. It's not in one of the beery ones, luckily. Thank although, although sadly, Richard Plantagenet's notes on his search have been covered in cider. At least they're still kept at the British Library. <laughs> the symbol corresponds to a symbol on one of the mile markers. So the maps okay. you've been collecting, you've been exploring the area recently, you've, yep. you've narrowed down the potential starting points of the directions right. to a series of six. The symbol on the back of this amulet corresponds to one of those six. Between Le Grand Mont and Pont du Dard. Yes. Right. Interesting. Well, looks like you might have just inadvertently provided us the tools we need to find Hannibal's tomb. This is quite the coincidence. A matter of destiny. Two great souls entwined. And me. Yep. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I reach out, grab the amulet, and put it on. Friedrich sighs heavily. I know I can't fight destiny. This is Don't take you, too long. But you can fight evil, which is what this is probably. I I will remain here. Don't you, take you too long. You guard the fort, for We week, still yeah? need to go to Italy. Oh yeah, yeah, all of that and the rest. And <sighs> this might be an important ceremony education for the young man, possibly. One can hope. And in fact, maybe you can spend the time. Fighting evil! Some peace and quiet. All that. I am perfectly happy to take this young man under my wing. Indeed, many young men have passed through my hands. Uh, He will be very safe. Yeah, that's the word. He raises his eyebrow and says, It is perhaps a good thing that the Church of Apollo does not have the same attitudes as the Church of Zeus, isn't it, Sir Bertrand? I have literally no idea what you could possibly mean. Sir Bertrand extending an arm around. Good night, all. It's completely unaware of the problems and situations. Good night, Friedrich. There we are. Right, so yes, we'll probably need to hire a few horses. Luckily, I know someone who has horses who they hire. So that's handy. Excellent, super. Shall we? Yes, let's. I might suggest you wait until the following morning. Oh, yes, of course, it's night Dark and no, I'm, snowing I'm, I'm outside. I'm standing, striding over to my furs, putting them on. Onwards! Um, right. Actually, yes, uh, a bit dark. Out towards the front door, no, unbarring. Edward, Edward, what? Edward, Edward. What? Why don't we sleep on it? Bright and early in the morning when we've got the light. You unbar the door and open it, and the Edward, large German man is standing yeah. outside, looking not furious, but just grumpy. He slinks back in, not making eye contact with any of you, and heads straight up the stairs. Is he limping? A little. Fine. Close the door, go back, sit at the bar, and just sort of... Okay. Bartender, uh, another round of drinks, please, and, uh, well, I've already got one, but uh, two more rooms. Just the one's fine. I'm sure we can... Top and tailing, eh? Yes. Edward already has a room. He's been staying here a day oh. or two. You've actually seen him around oh, sorry, yes. already. Oh, I'm, I'm happy to RP the discovery. You haven't interacted with him yet. Yes. Everyone... I'm going to get slammed. I don't know yeah. about you. Right, well, I'm not buying. <laughs> Everyone sleeps. So, 
Uh, next morning, our three brave adventurers uh, are ready to head out on their quest. You know where you're starting. It's very important at this point to establish what supplies you're taking with you. Right. You can find what you need in the town, especially as an orc. I mean, this is an orcish town. Yep. So if the other two of you cross the river, you are met with unwelcoming stairs. Mm -hmm. But you can find basically whatever you need. But what is important is, what do you think you need? And what are you taking with you up into the mountains? Well, I, it is cold. I already, given that I'm on a pilgrimage, technically, still have a bunch of gear that's required for that. Basically, Correct. like standard issue yes. stuff. So, cold weather gear, backpack, bedroll, belt pouch, holy text, flint steel, iron pot, mess kit, rope, soap, torches, trail rations, water skin, <laughs> cold weather outfits, Almost and a tent. How, how much of that is not included in adventuring kits? I guess the main thing you're missing is the cold weather outfit, yeah, which because there will be saves against cold, and they give you a plus four bonus to those saves. Yep. And I don't think it includes a tent. I don't think it doesn't include any food or drinking supplies. Oh, that, that's okay. Right. So basically, how many days provisions are you arranging for? I like to think that Friedrich packed my bag because I couldn't be trusted. Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> Seems reasonable. Uh, yes, he probably I... packs enough for three days and tells you that clearly because he doesn't want you to stay away longer than that. <laughs> Yeah, so I've got a Masterwork Survival Kit, a Barbarian Kit, which is like an adventuring kit. A Reinforced Scarf. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I love it! Yes. Cold Weather Outfit and 50 foot of Silk Rope, uh, as well as I've got a an Iron Torch. A Yune, as, not, as Yune. Sorry, they said, I'm I think. just doing it phonetically. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's a torch that floats around, so I've got my hands it's like, yeah. it's like It's like a pebble that's magic. Essentially a magic item that floats around your head. Oh, so right, I can okay. put it up and it'll glow and it'll just orbit. Well, um, I definitely want cold weather gear. Mine is going to manifest itself to see where I can find it as fabulous furs, and I should look extremely glamorous. I think something in perhaps Arctic Fox. Ooh. You can find white. <laughs> <laughs> And I believe it's Arctic Fox. <laughs> okay, and um, I think is it a week's iron rations going to be too heavy? Uh, you could take a week's worth of food and water. Okay. Can I buy a candle mint cake? I want some candle mint cake. I'm going. Uh, yeah, you can buy an equivalent. I've it's got... not genuine Kendall mint cake because we're in a tiny town in the Alps. Okay. I don't know if you have any climbing gear. I mean, you said you do. I do oh, yeah. have some stuff like that. Uh, well, um, I've got grappling arrows and silk rope. Yeah. For, for the sake of our uh, sanity, can we say maybe there is an Alpine survival kit that we can just buy and it has the appropriate stuff? Why not? Brilliant. Okay. That will make things simpler, yes. Uh, I will spend 100 gold on a good one. I watch. Are there any particular unusual hazards? Anything that we're likely to be facing in terms of uh, yetis, wild creatures? Um, dire yetis. Not, like no, bears, this is all very, bears, very, very unlikely. Like, the, the main problem... Like ice trolls. The main problem um, we're going to... Edward, please. The main problem we're going to have is getting into the tomb, and once we're in there, we don't know what it's being protected with. Evil! Bet you. It's always evil. No. It'll be magic. Alright. Which is not evil. We know our history. Hannibal was the one who stepped back from the brink while the Romans went careening over the edge. Really? Yes. Ooh. You didn't pay attention to history. Sore losers, the Romans. You lose one-eighth of your population at the Battle of Cannae and suddenly you think, yeah, why not sell know, the souls right? of my entire population to the Dark Forces? Pretty much. Hannibal did not, and he lost because of it, but he chose the... Uh, in the fight against evil. Yes. Well, in the fight against the Romans, who then turned... Uh, the Romans weren't evil at the time, it was a whole thing. Anyway, blank look. No one's been in the tomb. So we don't know what's going to be in the tomb. But it's evil. I'll take that bet. 
A thousand gold pieces. I'm not allowed the money Friedrich keeps in. Exactly. <laughs> I am <laughs> not surprised. Would you have taken that bet? Yeah. That's why. Anyway. Um, Are there perhaps any Carthaginian gods that we might look to perhaps appease on the way in who might have erected something to protect the tomb? Knowledge, religion, or knowledge history? Can I also have a think about that? You also have knowledge history. I have some knowledge history. 23 for me. 13. So what we do know is that a lot of the pantheons of gods in the in-world history never really arose because the Greek pantheon essentially came to dominate all cultures and has been carried through to even to the present day. The Carthaginians were heavily influenced by the Greeks and much as in our real world history, the Romans essentially took on mm-hmm. Greek mythology and made it their own. In this world, the Carthaginians did the same thing. So we're looking at Greek gods, so potentially. Okay, well, well I, we have a totem of Apollo here. Yes. Do we? I'm looking for it. A very well carved one, wouldn't you say, Bertie? Oh, yes. I'm holding up the emblem. Really? It's you. Shh, oh, thank you. Don't give the game away. See, I never really liked it. But... All right. I so, don't think I did. No. <laughs> I tried, but I didn't. <laughs> then perhaps something that might appease Artemis. What I think is that's going to mean arrow traps. Have you ever had to deal with an arrow trap? Bertie looks down at his full plate armour. Not as such. Brilliant, you can go first when we one of those. No, I'll go first. It's alright, I got it. Is he wearing full plate armour? It's pretty impressive armour, but it's not quite as extensive as yours. It's a good solid breastplate. The rest of it is quite clearly for flash. Official flashy clothing rather than yeah, like personalised. Cere- so ceremonial. Yeah, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I, I've been playing the character too long. <laughs> <laughs> right. I might perhaps acquire a sacred symbol of Apollo and a sacred symbol of Artemis just to be on the safe side. Doesn't hurt to uh, cover. Right. Fun, fun as this is, onwards. Uh, yes, well, preparation so we don't die. Oh, it's fine. I've got the Healy jobs. Be fine. Not if you die all in one go. Especially not if you die. Oh, good that's, point as well. That's, that's uh, a new thought, there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I think that's all we need. So onwards. Yes, Edward. Onwards. Where are we going? Uh, I, I might. Is there such a thing as like a Rubik's cube or a Chinese finger puzzle with which I might keep Edward occupied on <laughs> the trip? You can find a Chinese finger puzzle. You can tie an iPad to the bum of the. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Bertie buys a small cage and in it there are just two angry birds <laughs> gives it to Edward now take very good care of these strength check to tear the cage open without hesitation moment's hesitation Nineteen. you succeed yeah. crack go on the birds fly off <sighs> well I think he won the game because they're not angry anymore <laughs> very well well onwards onwards to gory and destiny hmm? Indeed. I just start marching and I... I'm... No, you need to get on the horse. Oh, alright, oh, okay. Um, and then we ride the horses. <laughs> oh, right, yeah! On, That's on why the horse. we the horses. That's fine. Well done, Edward. So, you ride up the valley into the higher mountains. Yes. Um, there's a nice wide river valley for the first while. You are heading upwards, though, and the cold is getting worse. Being on a horse does deal with that because horses produce quite a lot of heat mm-hmm. as you're going along so it's not getting to you too much yet once you turn off from the main river valley that will take you 
about half the day to get up to the turning point that Chelvar is guiding you to. The snow gets deeper, the valley gets thinner, and the cold starts to bite a little more. So it's going to take you another couple of hours to get to the point where you're going to have to abandon the horses. And at the point you abandon the horses, I need your first fortitude save against the cold. Cool. Uh, cold weather gives plus two? Plus four. Plus four, lovely. I have 26. Natural 20. I rolled a 19. I'm, I'm not even going to bother to you say You are right all now. fine for now. Mm. But you're astonishingly fine. I'm astonishingly fine. Almost almost too hot. Yeah. Oh! Oh! oh. T-shirt with this picnics. Wait, that's hypothermia calling. <laughs> I just remembered I'm a paladin. I, I just made a fortitude save of 31. Wow. <laughs> yeah, paladins are quite good at that. Right. Looks like we'll be abandoning the horses here. Get got by wolves. Is I a... immediately just slap mine no. on, the, on the flanks and go, Go! Be free! Does it actually go? The horse starts to go back downwards. Up, 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 Bertie, up, up, up. Bertie attempts to coax the horse back from distance and he has quite impressive handle Roll animals. it. Okay. <laughs> 16 plus 7, 23. It comes back. There we are now. Now, Edward, these are our horses. Now, oh, sorry, we're sorry. Going to need the moment. These. The we're moment. going to need these to get back safely to the town. Nice warm beddy times, yes? Now, hey, look, I'm not a moron, all right? So just less of that. Perhaps not medically. Now, <laughs> Bertie, wow. I'm going I'm to have to sense motive to notice it just because yeah. it's so... <laughs> Oh, probably not. Nope. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that one got by. Uh, we need these to get home, so we better keep them safe here. Hmm? Otherwise, we'll have to go back on our own all the way down, and that'll be very hard. Hmm? Was there a farmstead nearby? Yeah, it's a little way back down the hill, but there is one. I think we should probably leave these for the farm to keep them safe. All right, just... Excellent. Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. Sorry. He starts gathering the rain. I'll, I'll do it. Give me two minutes. Let's all go together. Yes, let's, let's it, do that. It'll probably cost you an extra couple of hours of walking to take the horses back down. So, back where we were, <laughs> slam cut to the exact same position, but slightly more tired. Yep. Give me a second fortitude save against cold. Fantastic. Natural 20. I've got to admit, it is very comforting to see someone else eschewing, you know, all of the all of the nonsense of our, you know, our origins to come do something that matters, you know? I'd... Yes, yes, evil. Evil is definitely the thing we're combating here. Not fans of evil. That's that's very much us. Big, friendly, entirely platonic pat on the back. You're all right, Bertrand. Yes, yes. May I, I call you Bertrand? I prefer you may call me Sir Bertrand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, it's going to take you about four hours to reach the starting point. It's much harder going from here. It's, the snow is deep. There's still plenty of trees. You're not above the tree line yet. I would like to make. There's climbing involved at times, and it's steep snow a lot of. I would like to make a survival check to make the journey as easy as possible for these two people who are wearing metal armor. Make a survival check. Oh gosh, it's not terrible. Well, it's a nine, so it's not helpful, but uh... you fail to help. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Right, it's going to take you four hours, so it's going to be mid-afternoon by the time you reach this point, and it's going to require two more fortitude saves against cold. 19 and 16. 23. Ooh, 17. 16 and 27. So far, you are all fine. You can feel it getting worse, though. Like, even though it's not bothering you yet, you know the longer you spend in the cold, the harder it's getting. Well, the thing with the the fortitude save is it's not about comfort, it's about 
surviving yeah. things. So it's not like we're going, oh, it's not cold at all. It's more yeah. like a case of, oh, I've still got my fingers. Yes. Mm. So you, it's only been a day. So. <laughs> you've reached this mile marker that Talvar's directed you towards, and your, your hands and feet are starting to get a little cold, a but you're fine for the time being. Okay, so looking at these directions, I managed to um, kind of boil down from the rest of the notes of others. We've got a bit of a walk, and then we've got to climb down a ravine. What I would say is that we uh, do the walk first. That should take us to evening, probably. Uh, it's not very far, but it might be difficult. And then in the morning, once we've warmed up a bit from the fire, we will tackle the ravine. Best to be fresh for that. I mean, we could just... I'm all right. We could just press on. We get could it done. do, but if you fall to the bottom of the ravine, no healing magic will help at all, because you'll be dead. All right, then. Good. Right. So, a thousand yards east, it looks like. Very well, and begin with a rousing marching song. One, two, three. That is a repetitive four. marching song. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's supposed to be lyrics in there, so we're not just counting. You head towards the east. It is quite a foresty area. The trees are quite deep. You're actually heading very slightly downhill okay. at this point. This is not too hard going because the trees have kept some of the snow off the ground. Uh, while we're going, I'm just going to pick up some kindling and some things for fire and strap it to the bottom of my backpack. That is a good idea. Thank you. Seeing this, uh, Bertie is, you know, fine taking advice in these sorts of things, provided he's not told directly to do it. <laughs> so he also picks up some kindling. Well, it's a great idea that I'm having as well. <laughs> yes. What next idea that we're having? I mean, I took the lead, of course. <laughs> if everyone else is doing it, I suppose Ed will go and try and find the biggest log he can. <laughs> He's winning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winning at wood. <laughs> Yay! Everyone give me perception checks. I like this character. Rolls well. That's not how dice work. Uh, 26. It's definitely how dice work. I don't know what you mean. Four. I'm starting to feel a bit like James here, because I rolled a two, and I'm getting a uh, my minus... Yeah, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> what is your perception penalty? So that was a four. Yeah. And I got a flat one. And a one. So it was it was a two. But not a natural one. one. Okay. And a you walk into a tree. It doesn't hurt. I get. <laughs> I check to see if anyone noticed. You found the biggest log. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grab it, tear it out by its roots, and carry but, it over. Bertie <laughs> definitely did not notice. Yeah. Chelva, you notice that there is something moving through the trees above you and you haven't been going very far when you're pretty sure it's following you. It looks to be quite large. It's definitely an animal of some kind. It's got markings that help it blend into this very environment. As we're walking, I will nonchalantly flick the lid uh, of my quiver open pull out a rather large longbow and just gently knock an arrow and um, kind of whisper to the others, we're being followed by something. All kind of all kind of joviality gone. Be ready. Where? The journalist. Above. <laughs> I'm not going to go for that one at the moment. <laughs> Above and slightly behind through the trees. I take a glance and detect evil. You can't detect anything. Oh, it's fine. Bertie, you also can't see what he's pointing at. No, it's probably nothing. Bertie draws his weapon. Yeah. Begrudgingly draw a weapon. Roll for initiative. Cool. Do I get a bonus for having being aware of it? These two are going to take a penalty. Ah. I have 12. 13. I have 10. 
I'm going to really enjoy the first fight where I get to move six whole squares yeah. around. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you took like from advanced mobility, <laughs> extra from run. the trees. A snow leopard launches itself, landing upon Bertie. Do I notice? <laughs> yes, <laughs> it is large and heavy and sharp. It is. It claws at you with both its claws. And tr- attempts to bite you. Oh, all three at once. All three at once. Oh. Oh. Combined attacks, they're horrible. Ouch. Okay. Right, they're horrible so at this end. I didn't. You never, are never currently <laughs> flat footed. Okay. So you'll need to check your flat footed AC for me. I um, think it's still quite you lose high. your dexterity. Which, which is isn't a huge zero. It's, it's 20. Okay. <laughs> He's it's just like, metal. It's just like hitting a house twice. <laughs> Doesn't matter if the house is expecting it or not. <laughs> None of the attacks hit. They all <laughs> bounce off Amazing. your armour. Who knew that teeth and claws can't get through steel? However, <laughs> you do fall over because it has landed on top of you and driven you to the ground as it attempts to bite yeah, your pouncing, face off. A pouncing Snow Leopard did do that. Yeah. yeah. Even against Bertie. And we're going to end the episode there. Whoa! Danger! Peril! Will Robinson? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's not evil. It's just a Snow Leopard trying to live its life and you guys represent tasty meat. I Let us know. So apparently it, it can't open cans. Can I? <laughs> <laughs> well, we all know if you talk cats to open cans, it'll be over very quickly. Can I, can I retcon my first as being Snow Leopard? Yes. In order to I, will, I will allow you to do that. Thank uh, you. Although I should probably roll the dice to see whether it's trying to eat you or mate with you in that case. <laughs> I'll say, if, if I speak Snow Leopard or Harris, brother! <laughs> <laughs> you shall be avenged! <laughs> Uh, okay, guys, so we will find out how the party fare in their fight against the Snow Leopard when we return next week. Bye! Bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill, or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs> it's a myth. Is it? I think you'll find your myth taken. It's as real as you or I. Get oh, it. you didn't. That's <laughs> my joke. <laughs> <laughs> and by oh, my joke, I mean, it. of course, I stole it from an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, <laughs> I've Sorry. never seen it turn that color. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Don't be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Stop um, it, we're all missing out. <laughs> are we doing this in character? Myth! <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm getting pretty mythed right now, if you don't mind stopping. Anyway, myth! <laughs> Thank you, Edward, well done. And suddenly you realise why uh, this young man in front of you is familiar. He's one of the younger sons of the current Duke of York. Goodness. Well, I know that uh, the Duke of York, mm, thinking to himself, 
He's a man of very loose morals. You know, I heard he had 10,000 men. Ambitious <laughs> 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 even by my standards. I heard he often goes up, diddly up, and then down again. I don't get it. <laughs> you wouldn't. No. We'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> I take 20, and you take 20, and between us, we have 40 winks. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. We're splitting it three ways, though. Then we only get, uh, what, 13 and a third winks each? Ugh. Yeah. That's not enough winks not to enough. discover an ancient tomb. But you'd like that many winks right oh, now. I'd kill for that Quite many sleepy. winks. I think I'm on about three winks a night That's at this point. Maybe two. You need to have more winks. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> winks. You, you heard. You heard. <laughs> I love playing idiots. It's been ages. I love it. I love it so much. I'm really glad that Bryn had a real reason to have you in the party because, my God, there was no natural way I would have tolerated you with that. Yeah. Is anything? Is there anything in any of these fancy adventuring uh, shops that, um, you know, particularly catches my eye that I wouldn't necessarily expect to find, but is like, oh, that's fancy. Flying alchemical dragon that can get you there for just a 200,000 gold. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not quite that, but like, you know, this <laughs> Hannibal's like... divining rod. <laughs> there's Hannibal. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, this is why it's <laughs> Why did nobody think of using one of these? I mean, the oh. teller actually wrote it on it, so yeah. you knew what it did, but... Oh, goodness. May I call you Bertrand? I prefer... You may call me Sir Bertrand. (laughs) No need to stand on ceremony, it's fine. No, no, no. You may kneel before it at that point. (laughs) Oh, God! (laughs) I feel like we're the BBC in the 1950s trying to get to the census. You made him pretty. If he were, <laughs> I didn't create the character. No, you made him pretty. Deep in my eyes, I made him pretty. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just sixty bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. (laughs) (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello all, it's Helen here. The voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart.
Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.